Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Now, of course, Jen and I are friends, so this is like the fifth time I've talked to her today. But hey, now we've got it on recording. <laughs> but this now is a recorded podcast. Going. This is a recorded podcast. Absolutely. So welcome back to the Main Street Electrical Podcast, where Jen and I are going to chat about Princess Cruises. Well, yeah. I will be chatting a lot about Princess Cruises. I will, say, I will be mis- like asking questions. Uh. Exactly. So we'll get there. But Jen. How did you Disney this week? Oh gosh, um, I Disneyed this week by beginning. Believe it or not, I have to. As of when we're recording, I am working on my wardrobe for next week's trip because yes. I am going Disney. to Disney. Mm-hmm. I will be at Disney, so yes. I have had to, and I have some very specific clothing items I need, including putting together my Mickey's not so scary Halloween party mm. outfit. Fun times. Yes. Fun, fun, fun. So that's gonna be awesome. And of course, we'll see you in about about a month or so from now. Yeah, uh, we'll right. Be down there month. all together as a, as a group trip and everything. Yes. We'll be down there hanging out, yep. enjoying Jollywood and uh, the the Wild Africa trek, and then the fireworks crew. All those fun things. All the fun things. All the fun things. So now, are you going to pull money out of your pocket to pay for everybody's Christmas party ticket? Because if you did, that'd be really cool. Um, you can count it off on your taxes. I, I'm sure. It would be oh, fun. can I? Okay, that's yeah. really nice. For like um, 17 of us, it'd only be about I don't know. Wow. Five thousand dollars. Sure, it's really generous of you to offer that. Um, I, I think I, I'll pass yeah. this time. But okay, you know what? Thanks so much. We you will know, go. It was really nice. We will go if you want to offer. It's, just say it. I'm okay. not going to speak for everybody, but I will speak for everybody. We'll go. Just, you just are say. all heart. I'm just saying it's that's really I'm, selfless. I'm here for you. So not more than an hour ago before I came in here, set up my little podcast studio, which is nothing more than the computer sitting on my dresser in my room. Um, I went to Walmart and I actually gathered a little boo bag of Disney prizes. Uh, there's something, and I don't know if other neighborhoods do this or what other neighborhoods call mm-hmm. this but in our neighborhood they have something called they basically boo your kids and what they do oh, is they i've will, seen that they will put together a yeah. little bag of halloween goodies like my kid uh he was finally booed a couple days ago uh caramel popcorn and some like some uh some glasses with little glow stick glasses you break you know you snap them everything all lights up and there's like a couple of spongy things or whatever some fun mm-hmm. little stickers and stuff and so what you need to do is you need to find other kids in the neighborhood who have not been booed and take How and do go you boo know? them well you have a sign you put in the window that says i've been booed oh, and okay, so we have okay. a sign in our window now and honestly We've only been in this neighborhood for 15 years, so I don't really know a lot of the neighbors. I haven't had really time to meet a ton of the neighbors. Uh, we're terrible neighbors. We really are terrible. We know a few kids in the neighborhood from from school. But like, there are people that I know that are in this neighborhood that are, oh, yeah, the end of the street, that's the Johnsons, and the Emersons live over here, and, and that's uh, Rachel and John. Now, John, actually, they just got married, but John's overseas right now, and I'm like, I don't know any of these people. We've only been here since the beginning of the neighborhood. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I got to go to Walmart and I kind of picked out some fun stuff, you know, some stickers and some glow sticks and some Disney stuff and little Disney yeah. stuffy things, whatever. They're probably going to know it's me because it's so Disney centric. I mean, but it's a fun little thing. Strange. And uh, as usual, I spent like twenty two dollars on it, which I'm sure what what my kid got was probably nine dollars worth of stuff. If that eh, whatever. I'm like, this is great. You know, I get to gather the stuff. So that was kind of fun. That was cool. So we got the 
right, we get to boo somebody else, and then they, and, which we're gonna mm-hmm. run out of kids. So eventually, some kids gonna be like, I don't know who to boo, so I just get this. And mom and dad are gonna be like, I'm saving the money. This is great. Yeah, right. So, no work for us. <laughs> what my fear is actually, I'm gonna go to the to the house where the kid is, and they'll have a sign on the window that says, "I've been booed." And I'll be like, I got all this stuff here. So I just leave it for him and say, you've been booed twice. I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah. I'm just crossing my fingers that nobody likes that kid. So I can go open the door. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for. So today we're going to jump right into this because we're going to be talking about Princess Cruise Line. Now, Princess Cruise yeah. Line is something that I'm not sure. Honestly, in the last 48 seconds since I've been talking about Princess Cruise Line, this is probably the longest we've talked about Princess Cruise Line consecutively combined in any episode we've ever done. Um, so I, I don't think we've actually ever mentioned it before. Yeah, to we, be fair, I don't... It only, oh, only, no, like, only because going you were trip. going. Yes, okay. and that's it. That's all I was doing. I was going on a trip. So I'm, hey, going to Princess Cruise Line. So the fun thing about it is um, that we got there. There are opportunities as travel agents that you do get from outside companies, not from the agency itself or whatever, but outside Just companies. Learning opportunities. Learning opportunities, basically. Fam trip, familiarization trips. And they'll say, hey, as a travel mm-hmm. agent, if you want to come here, we'll give you a reduced rate. You can come. Uh, you know, you've got to sit through some classes and through some seminars and do a scavenger hunt mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we'd like to, to bring you on this. And of course, um, I, I mentioned to my dear wife, Stephanie, I'm like, hey, you want to go to an Alaskan cruise? Which laughing, haha, that's really, really funny. Okay, go take the take the garbage out. Uh no, she's like, Yeah, that'd be fun. Real really? Yes, it would be fun. Let's talk about this. Uh, okay, let's talk about uh, it. <laughs> now, of course, the biggest challenge in any any well, any parent knows this, but any parent of an autistic child or special needs is really gonna know what are you gonna do with your kid? Because yeah. this isn't a Sometimes he can be a challenge to take care of. So we talked to her parents and her parents, are, they're, in, they're in their 70s and great people. I love my in-laws. I'm very fortunate to have fantastic in-laws. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, this is a good time to go because he's a certain age. We're of a certain age. We're getting older. He's getting older. We sure. don't know that we'll be able to take him for a week next time. So let's do it. So we worked it out and they changed it up. It's supposed to be an Alaskan cruise only. They changed it up to Pacific Northwest. My Stephanie was devastated because she wanted Alaska. And I'm like, well, we don't have to go. Oh no, we'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll still we'll trudge <laughs> through it. You know? Um, so the stops were in Astoria, Oregon, Seattle, Washington. Um, it departed from Vancouver. We also stopped in Ketchikan, Alaska, not necessarily mm. in that order. So I'm going to kind of walk through Princess Cruise Line a little bit. Now, Jen has been on, has been on Disney. Disney. You've been on, uh, what other cruise lines have you I have done uh, Disney, Norwegian, and Royal Caribbean okay. cruises. Gotcha. I have toured ships for MSC, Celebrity. Um, there's a lot of cruise lines out there. There's a lot of cruise lines. I've toured Oceana, but mm-hmm. I will say I have not toured, nor have I sailed Princess. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I don't, I mean, I knew the brand existed, but I didn't know a lot about yeah. the brand. And I'm like, well, this is going to be great because I'm going to get to discover Princess. And yeah. and so I'm like, well, this would be a great chance to learn. So we have to get our, one thing is really we have to get our flights mm-hmm. out to Vancouver. It's, we're, in, we're in Podunk, Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. This is an entire day of travel. We like to do the pre night When you're day. going to the opposite coast. Exactly. So we're going day. to the opposite coast. We have to go to, to we're flying in. We looked at flying mm-hmm. into Vancouver, flying into into Seattle, sure. flying into Bellingham. We fly Southwest. It does not go to Vancouver. So we had to go to Seattle. We make the decision. Do we want to go on up to Vancouver for the night? What do we do? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, let's go ahead and get there because the hotels we're looking at in Vancouver are literally three blocks from the port. Something happens. We're right there. Then we you're right walk. there. Exactly. We can walk our luggage to the port. Won't be fun, but we can do it. Um, now the ship, the way this itinerary is going, the ship is actually not leaving until seven o'clock that night. So we've literally got the entire day to do something. Um, and so we decided to, you know, let's let's we can sleep. And I'll interject and say a lot of Alaska cruises do not leave until the evening. Yeah, I mean it's just for They're whatever reason. The there's a lot of things going on, a lot of factors to play, but that doesn't yeah. leave till the evening. So we got the whole day in Vancouver. Uh, we're not gonna. I mean, I don't know what we're gonna do in Vancouver, but we, you know, we're talking about we we get to Seattle. 
we take an Amtrak bus up to um up to Vancouver, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this though, and this is I'm gonna be for you guys taking notes here, I'm gonna be throwing in little tips along the way. Okay. So make sure that you know where things are. Get a map, get a Google map, and have an mm-hmm. idea of where things are located. Because when we flew into Seattle's airport, got off the airport, um, we had to go find the the railway train basically that took you to to you know to to the bus station to basically get where you needed to go. So it was like a, almost like a subway kind of thing. Um, mm, it's a Metro, yeah. but that doesn't go into the Amtrak station. That actually drops you off about three or four blocks from the Amtrak station. We didn't know this. We didn't know how far we we're going to go. We're like, well, okay, it's right around the corner. So there we are uh, sticking, sticking out like a sore thumb, with all of our luggage, hauling suitcases and stuff, walking down yeah. downtown Seattle where there's about busy interstate and everything going on, trying to get to this train station was not my favorite. We wish we should have Ubered. I will say, honestly, this is something that I'm learning as, as I'm traveling around. I've fought this for a long time. Jen has been telling me this for a long time. If you have a chance to Uber, just do it. Just Uber. Just do. Just, uh, just even if it's only cab, three or four blocks, Uber. just grab yeah, it. Just grab it. Worth, cab, just grab an it. Uber. You know, it's it would have been worth it. it. Um, I, we should have probably Ubered from Seattle to the actual train station itself. Might have been a little expensive, but you know, we could have done it uh, versus taking the actual trolley, the subway train there. And so we get there to the, we get there to our hotel. Sorry, to the to the bus station. The bus goes on up to Vancouver. We get off of the bus station. We Uber it to the hotel. Very nice hotel, right there, right close to the port. We have a great mm-hmm. dinner there. It's, There's it's some really life. nice hotels. Oh yeah, it's Vancouver. wonderful. Um, really and nice. I forget the name of the hotel that we were. The Met, was not not the Metropolitan. It was something else. Anyway, yeah. uh, it was it was beautiful. It was awesome. It had a great dinner. It was my wife's birthday that day. Yeah, the day we were traveling. So we woke up the next morning and distilled water. Little tip for you guys: If you need distilled water, and more and more people are increasingly needing distilled water for that is true for CPAP machines mm. for diffusers for whatever they need. Uh, Princess and I don't. You can speak to whether other ships do this or not, but Princess will give you distilled water, but you have to make the request about two weeks in advance. They have to have it for you. Almost any ship, you're going to have to request that in advance. For so yeah. Um. So what I did basically is I went while Stephanie was getting ready. We actually requested mm. a later checkout time because we had plenty of time. Uh, I walked around downtown. We're right there in Vancouver at the hustle and bustle of the city. It was yeah. a really cool little city. We went and had breakfast real quick down the corner at a cafe. Um, one of those little like cafes you see on TV where they got the, the baristas and the pastries yeah. and the tables. And there's a guy, there's a guy in the corner with dreads doing poetry. And it's, just, it's really cool, right? A really cool setting. So I walked around, found a couple of drugstores and found some distilled water, mm-hmm. you know, taking it with us this big jug. Um, we just packed it in our suitcase. We just it was it was secure pretty tightly. We just stuck it in the suitcase and we're like, you know what? If they tell us we can't bring it on, we'll talk about it then. Otherwise, we're good. Uh, we didn't know about getting onto the ship. And I mean, we knew we had to get onto the ship, obviously, but there was a sense of like, okay, so where exactly we're going to go here. We're going to follow the signs. We're hoping we're doing correct that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, and so princess has this thing called the medallion and okay. it's almost like a magic band or a magic band version of what they've got. And it's opens your doors. You can charge things to it. You mm-hmm. wear it around your neck, put it on a key fob. You can hold it. You can put it in a wristband or whatever you want to do. And, and the lanyards come free. You can also purchase other things to hold your medallion in. They gave it to us when we checked in. Um, now, when we got the, the check-in information, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, elite class, whatever, find the line. So we're looking for this, this line to, to find. There is no line. There is just one long line for everybody. Uh, we, we discovered this cause we were, it's like, go to the blue lane and we're looking for the blue lane. There is no blue lane. You just go, you just get in line. I was talking to one of the port officials and they said, yeah, uh, as of late princess is basically just doing one line. And for the people who do the elite class, and these are people who cruise like 150 days or something like that, yeah, overall, I get, yeah. or whatever. Uh, he said there were a lot of people that were angry that they weren't getting right on the ship because 
you know, that's what they were used to. They were just used to getting right on the ship, and now it's just one long line. It moved pretty fast, but they gave us our medallions. We have the medallions around our necks, whatever. We get mm-hmm. on the ship. You know, find our uh, find our room, uh, go to the cabin and stuff. And luggages were actually right there, so the luggage was there very, very quickly. Met our uh, our our statesman right there at the uh, that was taking care of housekeeping and stuff. His name was Marlon, fantastic guy, Aww. just great. He was always right there, always willing to help out and things like that. So that was cool. We had a balcony room. Uh, let's see. Let me find the information. Yes, our room was located on M seven one two. Now that doesn't tell you anything if you don't know anything no. about ships or most ships. It is basically the back of the ship. It's the fifteenth deck. There are there are about eighteen decks, I think, on the ship. Um, it's the top level of of rooms. Mm-hmm. Above that is your start your cafes, some of your restaurants, some of the other things. Uh, I was a little worried about sound. Had never had a problem with sound. We That's were great. the third from the end on the side of the ship. We were the uh ports ports what's there there's what there's stern and bow port and starboard, port and starboard. Port and starboard. <laughs> we're on the left side of the ship if you're standing on the ship and the front is in front of you we're on the left side if you're that's looking at the side. ship and it's ahead of you we're on the right side so yeah port. that's what i said was port side yeah 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 so uh the balcony very small it's 41 square feet very tiny balcony it's little two little chairs okay. uh and a little table uh we had discussed ahead of time about maybe doing they offer something where you can basically have a breakfast like served to you or do dinner oh, yeah. on your balcony. You know, they'll bring you dinner and whatever kind of wait on you as you're there. There was no room for that because it's a tiny little balcony. I mean, it's great to go and stand. If you wanted to sit with one cup of coffee, two people, you probably need to be a little, you know, comfy with each other. Cause you're going to be sitting kind of close. Three people would be a lot on that balcony. Okay, um, the balcony was fine. And, but it was great to having the view and everything. The room looks a little outdated. This uh, particular mm-hmm. ship was built in 2017 and it was actually built for the Asian market. It was brought uh-huh. over here a couple of years ago. So if you walk around the ship and you're going to see signs and whatever the, the world marketplace for the food, and you'll see the, um, the formaggios for the pizza place or Allegrio for dinner, everything under it has Mandarin written not spanish like oh, a lot of us are used to but Mandarin yeah because it was for the asian market and there is parts of the ship you can kind of see some of that impact of the ship of the way the designs are mm-hmm. beautiful ship room i found the room to be a little dull looking it was very browns very neutral tones interesting the bed we had a queen we had a king-size bed it was two twins shoved together it was comfortable mm-hmm. and um, we, then that's room, normal i will say yeah, like the two normal. twin that is totally normal yeah. Yeah. So um it was it was fine. Like I didn't even look to see if the, the couch folded out, honestly, because if it did, this there would be no room for it. A uh, little couch, little table, little desk. The one big criticism about the rooms, the room was very comfortable. The shower was comfortable, everything was great. The plugs and ports for your for your devices are minimal. And that's something that I think that a lot of cruises are having to catch up on, a lot of places are having to catch up on because you can only two people in the bed, only one person can charge your phone because there's no, yeah. there's no plugs. In there's not a plug yeah. on the other side. I no, will there say wasn't. There wasn't. that yeah. is that like, even on Disney cruise line on mm-hmm. the dream, I, I saw that. I was like, okay, so what? Like we have a little port. Um, I just bought it on like Amazon and it has like three mm-hmm. little pluggies. Right. So you plug it in yeah. and you can plug three um, USBs. We, we have forgotten ours. We, we forgot. Oh, no. And, so, and they had some on the desk and everything. So I plugged with like devices yeah. and, and we brought a couple of chargers to have yeah. those plugged in and my computer plugged in, whatever. So we we managed it. It was just inconvenient. Yeah, I'd wake up, have to, have to go across the room, check my messages. All right, Jen's yelling at me on text. Great. And go back to bed, you know, so I have <laughs> oh to check gosh. that. And so. <laughs> Which, um, talk about the internet real quick. There is something called Princess Plus. Um, there are three levels, basically. Mm-hmm. Basic Princess, Princess Plus, Princess Premium. Uh, and I'll kind of run through in a few minutes mm-hmm. what some of these include. But your Princess Plus is basically like 50 or $60 per person per day extra. For a seven-day cruise, that seems like a lot of money. Um, mm-hmm. However, 
it's kind of worth it. It honestly is, is sort of worth it because it includes your your uh, your internet for one device per person, so your phone or your computer uh, or your iPad or whatever. So mm-hmm. each person in the cabin gets gets the internet. You get a couple of free desserts every day. You get up to fifteen drinks, alcoholic or specialty drinks. I don't know if they made that that number so big they figure if you get the fifteen, you've had enough. Or if they're like, <laughs> we're just going to make it so large that nobody's really going to ever get to that. Like you're I mean, never I, really like, going to quite get to there. The most I ever got to it was four. And that was like with a smoothie and three iced coffees. I mean, just, you know, but you never had to worry about paying for drinks or anything or even at the bar or whatever, because, yeah. you know, it's all there. It includes your gratuities as well. So it's a few other things too. And again, I'll, I'll get to those in a minute. But the internet was interesting because I'm used to internet not working on ships. And I was on the Disney Wish. Okay. The internet was not great. It just wasn't. It was, uh, love you, Disney, but your internet. You know, for whatever reason, whether it's because you're at sea, the location of the ship, we're in the Caribbean. I mean, yeah, it's satellite internet. It's not. um, It worked fairly well on the ship. They have something with a medallion plus. You basically turn your airplane mode on and then you log in a medallion on the internet on your phone. And it just you're able to check. I was able to check scores, able to communicate Mm -hmm. with you guys. I sent you guys some Marco Polos, you know, when I was on the ship and everything. It's fine. If you like with me, basically, you can do one per person or you can Mm -hmm. pay to get three more. So you can do four devices, which. For us, did not. I didn't need that. I was like, I need one more device. I don't need three more devices. I need my computer. It's very easy to undo the Wi-Fi on your on your phone, turn on and Wi-Fi switch on your computer, your computer. and you log in. You can switch it. It takes like one minute. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a hassle having to go back and forth, but it was really easy to do. So a props yeah. to the internet. I had to do that now, so. on the Dream actually, mm-hmm. and so. yeah. So, yeah. so the mustard drill was easy. You basically showed up, you, you tagged a medallion, you're done. You can do it pretty much any time oh, in nice. the afternoon or evening. They just told you where to go. You had to log in by a certain time. Otherwise, Did you have to go you. to your last location. Yes. Did you have had to go to, to yeah. mustard location? Yep. And it was basically just walked in. They were like, okay, ding. They scanned your medallion. Okay, we're good. They got you. And we left. Nice. Like, okay, let's go to dinner. The ship itself is there's there's 18 decks on this particular ship. And if I'm correct here, there are about 15 ships uh, in the the princess line. I'm not going to run through all the names of them. They have got names mm. like Emerald and Regal and, you know, the Island and things like that. Uh, <laughs> we were in the, uh, I believe the Royal class um, with, you know, our, it's got like five or six sister ships mm. and such. There's also the Caribbean class, which Jen, can you guess where they're going to sail out of? I'm where so, they're going to sail? I'm not sure. I mean, gosh, this is a really difficult one. Could they be sailing the Caribbean? I'm just... No, it's Mediterranean Sea. No, it is Caribbean. Oh. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> They've got the gym class and the older ships are like the Grand, which is like 1998, which is their first ship. Yeah. And it was all these ships have been refurbished in the last few years. I actually of have course, a list yeah. here, which, which I'm not going to run down. But like between 2015, 2020, they refurbished a lot of these ships, redid all of them and such. So uh, the ship is a beautiful ship. It's a little disorienting. One of the things I definitely recommend on any ship, and mm-hmm. I say this with Disney Wish and now the Princess, is that you... um you basically want to kind of get your bearings. Maybe take that first hour or so that you're on the ship, get something to eat if you want, but then walk around the ship, get some bearings. It was a, the way it's built is they have a kitchen on one floor and like you have to go down to a certain floor, walk down, go up the stairs, circle back over and go down again to the, to mm. get to one of the restaurants. It's really, is like making a loop. Stephanie got it the first couple of days. By the end of the trip, ship, I was trip. I was still like, okay, so I'll go down to six walk up to seven i come across take the elevator wait no i go down to seven yeah it was really confusing, it was a little confusing <laughs> so um there's several restaurants on the ship which are included in uh premium plus and of course they've got the three main dining rooms which yeah. here's the theme concerto allegro symphony it's musical music. it's musical uh and they all serve the same thing 
per per restaurant, they serve different menus every night. So, you know, you can kind of mm. go and they recommend you to make reservations, which is really recommended. You do that in the app. You can say, you know what, we want to go to Concerto at eight o'clock. We eat in all three, really not at all at a difference in all three of them. Like I said, the menu changes each night. You can go on mm-hmm. menus and stuff. That's great. Was the theming um, fairly similar amongst the yes, three? Very, very similar, very same colors, very same kind of designs, mm. Concerto and symphony written in elegant fonts and things like that with the Mandarin under it, you know, and uh, I didn't really read the Mandarin very well, but it's all under there. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't really know a lot about Mandarin, to be honest with you. And so there is some of that, but um, they also have a few other, what you call, I guess, casual restaurants. The pizza mm-hmm. place is called um, Alfredo's, and there's two or three others that you normally would have to pay for, but they're included in Princess Plus, which is what. We oh, do. okay. And you get a couple of free meals per day. They've got like a lobster and burger counter on one of the decks. They've got oh, like wow. a noodle counter. I ate at every single restaurant. That I could get to there was and then they have some premium restaurants, the Crown mm. Grill, which I think USA Today said was number five on their list of steakhouses at sea. Oh, wow. Fantastic food. Very good food. Uh, they have a Chinese restaurant called Harmony. We did not try it because I didn't want to pay 40 bucks for Chinese. That I'm not I'm, like I need I, I'm fast food. Chinese is fine. Panda Express. I'm good with that. I don't need to pay 40 bucks. There's a reason I don't go to Nine Dragons. I don't want to pay all that extra for Chinese. I can get down the street. So, you know, didn't do that. There's also something called the chef's table and it's for 12 guests at a time. And I think they only do it one per night Mm. and you have to have a reservation for it, which you can't get. It's very hard to get. Mm. Then you have to meet somebody and they have to walk you through to part of the ship to get to it. So it's not like Mm -hmm. you can just go and stand and be like, Hey, can we get in? Yeah. They have to like, I don't even know where it was. There's a secret door they take you to, which is really, really great. So you got 15 levels. You got um, your rooms don't even start until level six or deck six, okay. six through 15. They're all rooms there. Um, you have the Grand Atrium, like a, like a Royal Caribbean or Disney Wish or Disney Cruise Line would have. Grand Atrium where you kind of three floors mm-hmm. will end up walking around and seeing all, a lot of events happening there. Dance parties and fun game shows and things like yeah. that are all there. Um, you know, and you've got your normal jewelry stores and your... It, the stores were not that impressive because a lot of it was designer handbags and jewelry stores. I, I could care nothing about that. See, but so, m- meanwhile, I'm like, what designer? Right, exactly. I don't, I don't like. Yeah, so, you know, uh, they had a princess shop where they sold like you know apparel and things. Which oh, is, sure, which yeah. Is fine. Mm-hmm. A casino, which um, I'm not used to seeing casinos in ships, but there was a casino. And it's so funny because Disney Cruise Line is side. one of the few that doesn't yes. have a casino. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. Well, the the fun thing about this is like when you walk through there because that's what one of the only places they allow smoking on the ship is in the, in the casino. We walked through it the first day just to see it. I got some pictures <laughs> and stuff. I talked to a lady about blackjack. I don't know how to play blackjack, and she kind of walked me through the basics extremely nice um mm-hmm. and it was funny because she was like she's at the table over there that's the six dollar table the one that's really busy she's like this is the 30 dollar table for a buy-in we don't get a lot of people over here they're all at the six dollar yeah. table i was like yeah i'm not gonna pay 30 bucks but thank you yeah, for walking me through how to play blackjack blackjack uh and you know i think i spent like ten dollars playing a slot machine just to do it by the end of the trip it was like this smoke-filled haze you walk through it there and it's like <laughs> no i'm not a smoker i grew up around smokers and stuff so you know i, I understand the smell but i'm like yeah it's not but it is kind of off to the side so it's not like you have to walk through it or walk by it no no i think they realize that atmosphere is not something that that a lot of people want nowadays Mm -hmm. so they just kind of stick it over here you know yeah Um, yeah they always used to be like in the middle you know they have lounges and bars everywhere uh every every theater has a bar or lounge every restaurant has a lounge in front of it just everywhere and they can go get you drinks from other lounges which is kind of nice so if you want if you're one of the restaurants you're like i want to i want that drink that i had last night from so-and-so they'll go get it for you and bring it back oh wow um so that is to say that the staff is phenomenal. The staff was A plus 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 plus. Everybody was so mm-hmm. super friendly, so super nice. Um, you know, they they learned you. It's it's amazing how they learn your names and who you are walking by you on the ship. Wow. 
when there's you know three thousand people on the ship. It's it's just it's crazy how they, they know you, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's one little place uh, outside of one of the theaters, uh, it, like, and you can tell me what other ships have this. Disney Wish yeah. has it. It's called Luna. It's basically like a hub of game shows and oh, yeah. fun events and trivia contests. That's mm-hmm. kind of their little like. I say club. Sometimes they do dance clubs in there, but really it's just like, sure. like that. And so this is what they had there called the Princess Live. And uh, do other ships have that as well? I mean, do they have that little central place for those kind of T- things? Typically there is a little location. I mean, in, I'm sure, I think it's D Lounge in, mm-hmm. you know, on Disney Cruise Line it right. w- is one of them. And then there, right. um, there are usually like two or three that will host game shows throughout the day. And then in the evening at Disney Cruise Line, it moves into, um, like I'm thinking on the dream because I was just there. Right. <laughs> it moves into uh deck for the the dish the district um for the the district for adults only on the wish Mm -hmm. uh it's not called the district i'm blanking on the name don't yell at me well don't add me i'm just just, yeah i know it's it's also on deck four so there you go and then they have the the two-story lounge on the wish Mm -hmm. that they where they do a lot of the game shows so yeah and so, Royal uh, Caribbean has it as well. Norwegian has so, it. So. Well, I just know that it was Luna. That's the two-story thing. We did the bingo. We did the okay, trivia. Yeah. We did the whatever. And so this is the same thing here. And we, we we spent a lot of time in there doing different activities and stuff because there is something to do every day, like all day long. You can look yeah. in your app and find like, oh, this is they're doing a, an art showing here and they're doing a jewelry thing here and they're doing a special game show here and whatever. Um, I think and so that's we did what's lo- great is you can do as much or as little as you want. Yes. Yes, and it really was cool. Now there were times we looked at the schedule and we're like, none of this appeals to us. So let's and just go fine. walk around. Or Steph, um, my beloved Steph's like, you know what? I'm gonna take a nap in the room. I'm gonna sit back and watch a movie on TV and snooze. Uh, you can do what you want to do. And I'm like, I'm gonna go to the top deck. Yeah, I'm not going to the top deck. It's cold up there. I'll stay right here. And so <laughs> we did we did some of that. I'm like, well, I'm a travel yeah. agent. I have to get these pictures. She's like, you do that. I'm gonna snuggle here under a blanket, watch TV. There's the Sandra Bullet movie on right now, and I'm going, I'm gonna watch it. And so she did a lot of that, which was which hey. was nice. Uh, and so they had that all this to say that there was a little lounge right outside mm-hmm. that that little theater. And that's where I got my iced coffee from. And they knew me by day three. They every time I'd walk up because they the medallion, they can tell you're coming. Like they'll see. Your oh, name they actually. And okay. So when they see me coming, heading towards them, a lot of times they would have the drink like either ready or almost ready for me. And I would walk up and I'd say, yeah, can they? Hey, you know, uh, can I get my Americana? Here comes Mr. David. I'm like, you guys are amazing. Thank you. That's fantastic. You know, they had mixologies, of course, at the bars where they would make different drinks. Yeah. They had one um, one that they would do where they had like 30 drinks and each one's from, from a different country. You oh. choose the drink. They make it in front of you and they tell you about all the origins. They're using items native to that country. That I had one from the Bahamas. It was like a version of a pina colada. It was extremely good. Um, my wife had an apple cider drink and they actually squished the apples right there in the glass. As they were Holy doing the drink, they squished gross. the apple, a little school of crusher, did the juice right there. You know, it was, it was a really, really cool thing. So, <laughs> That's um, cool. so the food and so the food itself, though, I would probably give probably give a B plus or so. The food was good. There was nothing that I'm like, oh, this is the best thing I've ever had. Uh, but it was good. They had like every ship has a like a marketplace where it's like a buffet. Oh, like a little pretty much like a quick service. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Most of that was pretty good. It is a bit overwhelming in there. The way they have the counters sure. laid out. There's a lot. There's like five different counter mm. lines to go through. And you can lose yourself really quickly. Like I lost Steph several times going, okay, where was she sitting? I don't remember. Uh, and I was just imagining like what would happen if my kid were here, he would be completely like, I'm, oh. there's so much going on here. But I would, like mm-hmm. I was getting sensory overload going, I got to sit down here. This is nuts. Yeah. Um, so, but the food itself was, was good. The staff was great, but the food was, was pretty yeah. good. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't terrible. So it was, it was good. So we had, we had a good time with that. The drinks were, I didn't have a lot of drinks. Stephanie probably had one or two a day. She enjoyed everything she had. Um, so 
again, part of Princess Premium or Princess Plus. We didn't have to pay for mm-hmm. anything, which was which was fine. That's great. We did room service one day. They served it to us the morning the the first morning we were there. Mm-hmm. It came cold. However, however, I will say this. Because the previous night, our first dinner was really slow. The food wasn't mm-hmm. that great. I give oh. everybody grace the first night because of course, it's a zoo it's a, it's, first night. Yeah. You know, and we didn't do room service again. I told Steph, I'm like, if we'd done room service again, it probably would have been different because it might have been different morning, yeah. whatever. So talk about excursions real quick. Um, and most cruises, and I think you can testify mm-hmm. to this, most longer cruises will have a couple of days at sea and a couple of days yes. of excursions. You can choose to get off the ship if you'd like. You can choose to do your own thing. You can yeah. go through qualified excursions. Uh, Jen, I'll ask you this as a, as a more experienced cruiser. When somebody's looking at excursions, what are a couple of like safety things they should look for? Do they just... Is, it's not advisable just to walk off the ship and be like, hey, Phil, I see you in the white van over there. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, let's you. Don't, um, don't, don't do that. Do you have a few <laughs> tips for cruisers that are like things to look for in excursions, things like that? Yeah. Well, the first thing I always say, look at the official excursions first, okay? Because, you know, if it's affiliated with the cruise line, there is not as much danger in missing the ship, right? Because these are people that the cruise line has contracted with to run the excursions. So they're going to be in constant communication. Can you do a private excursion? Yes. Have I? Also, yes. You just have to be very cognizant of whom you are booking that excursion with. It is preferable if you're not going to do a cruise line one to use a vendor or a person that has a guaranteed back to ship policy or that really specializes in shore excursions from a cruise ship. Um, Your upon us, our agent will know of three or four different ones that will easily meet that criteria. There's always the danger, right? And then one time, hey, shoot, when we were in Iceland just now, we went with Agent Katie and Ben who are, they do their own thing all the time. Like they will go off the ship. They are amazing. They Mm -hmm. are very experienced explorers. Mm -hmm. And Katie is like, we will not miss the ship because we won't. Like we Mm -hmm. leave and we did not, we were back with an hour and a half to spare. You know, it was, it was great being on our own, doing our thing that day. But we had, by we, I mean, Katie had <laughs> pre-rented the <laughs> of car, Of course, you know, like had all, you know, they had already like figured out where we're like, like the route and what they were doing for the majority of people, a majority of cruisers, unless you are highly experienced, go with the tour company that is pre-booked. Yes. There are going to be yes. a zillion people when you get off the ship offering tours, offering X, Y, and Z. You don't know who you can trust. Right. You don't know if they're going to try to rip right. you off. N- not that I'm thinking the worst of humanity. I'm just saying. But not everybody's honest. Not but everybody not is, everybody's is honest. And some guy and may, also, Phil, may drive you to the middle of nowhere and be like, you're going to pay me $100 to drive you back. To and take so, you back. Yeah, right. Whatever. Right. So yeah, just from a safety perspective. And I will say many ports, again, this is going to depend on where you're mm-hmm. cruising to. Right. In the Caribbean, many ports are, are pretty fleshed out where if you just want to get off at that port, walk around, there's usually like a market, a little shopping area, some restaurants, something like that without going too, too far. Maybe not always a beach. Okay. But right. something in right. um, Europe, it really depends. Some of the ones on our, like in Iceland, it was like a shipping port. Like you had to like go to get to something cool. Right. Um, Norway right, right. was the exception where you were just like right into like a super cool town, you know? So right. it just kind of mm-hmm. depends. And in the Pacific North Northwest, you can correct me. I would imagine that some of those ports were fairly like when you got off there was something yeah, there it's right there it's all there yeah so like right there it's well Astoria was the only one I think that wasn't well I take that back it kind of was and well talking about it we booked them all through through princess it was just easier for which us. would be the recommendation um, but there are other 
places that you can recommend. Project, Project Expedition is a great place. Mm-hmm. Viator has a lot of information. And they're well-known uh, brands. And there's a short excursion um, group. And, you know, you know. and as travel agents, we're happy to walk you through those. If you don't see anything via mm-hmm. the cruise, you're like, I really want to do something else. Uh, I would definitely pay attention to your times, especially yes. if you're planning on going away from the port. Uh-huh. We had a few people that I met on the cruise that went to Mount St. Helens. And that's a that was a three-hour drive to Mount St. Helens Ooh, from Astoria, Oregon. One. Now it mm. was through it was through Princess. So they guaranteed you would oh, get okay. That. So then they guaranteed you know, so that okay. helped. Anything like that, I would probably think maybe you want to do that through the cruise itself if you're going a couple of hours away because from the Because We saw people miss know. we saw people miss yeah. the ship. Oh literally watching. I that always ride. see a, somebody running towards the thing and it's like yeah. uh, running. And they were turned and away. And, and we were like, Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Because what do you do? <laughs> well, thankfully we were all in, in, in ports that you know we could get back if we had to. We could, you know, yeah. fly somewhere or whatever. But if you're in Nassau or you're in Punta Cana or you're in whatever and you gotta go to another or, island exactly, and you don't have your passport. Not so much. Yes, passport. We had passports, which was great actually. Um, and you didn't even for us they didn't ever they never asked for our passports when we came back on the ship. Um, they only asked for a medallion mm-hmm. and and they take a picture sure. when you get on the ship they take your sure. picture so they can identify you whatever so mm-hmm. we're all safe there i had actually had copies of my passport in my pocket the entire time just to have it just in case you know you never um, know passport kept in a safe on, on in the cabin um so and we did a couple of excursions we did astoria oregon which was uh, which was the first one um stephanie was so excited about Bouchard gardens which i had never heard of never i didn't have a clue what that was uh but it's this incredibly beautiful garden park mm-hmm. full of tens of thousands of flowers and i know that just sounds like we're just running through the fields but it's, the all, you know, it's all mapped out beautiful it's massive and they're beautiful and they're just wonderful and they have mm-hmm. different activities they had a tea and stephanie is a very big tea drinker she loves tea uh jen whenever you guys are at the parks together you need to say stephanie let's do some tea and she will be I, I wish the grand would, would bring it, it back so um so she loves doing tea so she was so excited because not only would she get to do tea at which are gardens in in uh british columbia um mm. i said a story it's british columbia i'm sorry um that we get to spend longer at Butchart Garden because the tea is a little longer or there, but they canceled the tea excursion because we were apparently the only ones to sign up for it. So we just did the regular Butchart. We only had like three or four hours there, um, which is not a lot, of, which really isn't a lot of time because a 30 minute drive there, 30 minute drive. Oh down. yeah. So we had a little do- time to walk around, uh, walk around Victoria, but it like the rain was rolling in. It was a little gray mm-hmm. skies, misty. Let's head back to the ship. We should have taken a pedicab to see some spots we didn't. That's on us. Um, but again, it goes to that whole, like, do we trust the guy? We probably would have been okay with there in British Columbia. That's the one place we want to go back. We did Astoria, Oregon. And I was excited about this because it was a film site tour. Oh. On a bus, and we saw where um, some of the beach films, beach scenes were filmed from the road with Viggo Mortensen. There is oh, a ship okay. that ran aground several hundred years ago. Parts of the ship still on the beach. You can see that. And they did get to the black sand beach there. Uh, we got to see where the Goonies house was. You can't go to the house. Um, you can walk up it, but you actually had to park and walk up to the house to get there. But we got some pictures of it. We saw we saw some sites where Short Circuit was filmed. We saw some sites uh, saw some sites where Kindergarten Cop was filmed. It was cool. And then we got to actually go and spend some time at the film museum there in Astoria, where you oh, I got to lay cool. in the bed from where the Fratellis escaped in the Goonies. That prison <laughs> is now like a little museum. I got to lay there in that. Um, there was a big, beautiful house there next door. It was a museum, which that's all about. Stephanie would love. She loved all of that, like the the mm-hmm. finishings and the draperies and whatever. She's like, this is amazing. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Eh? This is awesome. I'm going back to the ship. So there was a lot of that. Um, Astoria is an incredible little town. We walked mm-hmm. up and down downtown, did some fun stuff there. There is no Uber or Lyft in Astoria, by the way, because we were like, let's catch an Uber maybe to the other side of town. There's a coffee shop we wanted to visit and they have a roasters there. Could not walk there. It was a mile and a half away. 
I did an Uber. Lyft didn't even show up. I did Uber, and there was couldn't find a driver. So just just know, folks, if you're thinking I'm going to Uber out somewhere, small towns like Astoria, you may not have an Uber available. So there may be a cab, but yeah, to yeah definitely check ahead of time. Um, I, and a cab may have been really expensive because I imagine they would have come from yeah. another town to Astoria. So, Most likely. Uh, so that was fun. We spent some time in Seattle. We did the uh, the fish market. We did the Space mm, Needle. Yeah. Um, they didn't give us enough time, I think, in Seattle. And as a matter of fact, the tour got back to the port 30 minutes early. And I was a little miffed by that because oh. I'm like, we could have spent more time at the at the fish market or at Pike Place Market. Mm-hmm. That would have been great. Um, could have spent all day there. It's such a cool thing that the, the nation's first Starbucks is there. Mm-hmm. And there's a long, long, long line to get into it. Oh, I so bet. we had no time to get in. Um, they also had a uh, a gelato place there on the corner, Gelato Creamery. It was like custard gelato, which was mm-hmm. delicious. So we had some of that. The the country's large, uh, oldest comic book shop was there. So, of course, I was like, this is amazing. We got to see some of that. <laughs> um, so there was a whole lot of things in Seattle yeah. that we wanted to see. We just didn't get a chance to see. And then, of course, we had Ketchikan. And Ketchikan is very cool because it's their whole romantic idea of we're in Alaska. This is just cool. We sat down mm-hmm. and had lunch at a little pier right there by the water. We didn't do a tour there. We just kind of walked around again. Some people we knew uh, did some of the fjords. Um, yeah. Which would have been amazing. They actually had some offered for like 500 bucks a person, take a seaplane over the glaciers. And I'm like, Oh, thousand dollars for that. But that would have been cool. That would have been awesome. Yeah. That was um, really cool. But we were having fish there at the little fish market, uh, restaurant, fish and chips. And we had a like plate with was a cod, flounder, and salmon, I believe, all caught right there by the by the place, cooked, right prepared right there for you. It was just it was so, so good. Ketchikan is a is there's a really cool little place in Ketchikan. You walk around, there's some historic mm-hmm. sites. Um, they had a very big, as you imagine, they had a very big brothel industry uh, at one point. They have I mean, a little museum there. We didn't go in the museum. I kind of wish we had have actually, but there, <laughs> they, there's some stories about some people that used to, oh, to work sure. there, some legendary people that used to work the night shift, as so to say. <laughs> um, but it really is full of a lot of gift shops, things like that. That's, that's the touristy trade. Uh, we actually came back to the ship early because we walked all the shops and stuff. And then it was like, okay, what? what well, I mean, we're in Alaska. This is cool. But what, what do we do? What do we do now? <laughs> There's a totem museum. We got to see the totem. Stephanie was into that. That's cool. just, you know, so for Ketchikan, I would probably encourage you if you have the whole day, which we did, uh, we did see the lumberjack show, which mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Do see the lumberjack show. It's so much fun. Uh, you can do that. You can also do crab, uh, crab tastings with it and things like that. We just did the lumberjacks. But for Ketchikan, unless you just plan on taking a chill day, and it was kind of cool just walking around the city, mm-hmm. maybe plan a couple of excursions if you can, because otherwise you may get, may get a little bored. Um, I hate to say bored because it's a cool city, but it's like there's not a lot to do now that we've seen all the shops and stuff, and we're just here. We're just kind of walking now and having a, a coffee and this, that, and the other. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're in Ketchikan. This is awesome. Let's go back to the ship. So we did. So there is there is that. And for kids – they have I went through all the kids areas and they have standard kids stuff. They have a teen club mm-hmm. where they have like mm-hmm. the row of video games, they have board games and things like that. They have some aids and stuff that, that, that are there. Uh, they have like a like a tween club there. They have a, one for babies and such. And I didn't get the ages. We can look it up if you if you if you guys need us to you know, get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. We're happy to give that information to you. Um, they were very standard. There's nothing about that stuck out that I'm like, oh, man, kids are going to kids love but it. Can I like, ask, did you see a yes. lot of kids on Not a the lot. Ship? I didn't. I mean, I we were supposed to tour that area and they didn't set the tours up. So they encouraged us to go individually, which 
it's a little little weird because you're yeah, walking here. I am weird. in my late forties, walking, going, "Hey, can I see your kids' area?" So I did walk up and I talked to the ladies. I'm like, "I'm not asking you to go in. Would you mind taking my camera, mm-hmm. taking a few pictures? I know kids in them. I just want to know about the area. Mm-hmm. Um, to work there in that area, you have to have a degree either in nursing or psychology oh, or to okay. be a teacher or teaching. You have to have some sort of <clears throat> degree where you're working with the kids, working okay. with families and stuff. That's so you good. Can't just can't just throw a resume up there and be like, "Hey, I want to work with the children." So they do they do vet that out uh, for autism special needs i was i don't want to say i was a little, a little disappointed it is kind of what i thought it would be um yeah. they don't have the capacity to give one-on-one help disney is actually like this too they can't give you a one-on-one help with your child uh, if you have a child they don't have the people to give like hey this is your buddy mm-hmm. for the day this is your buddy for the day that kind of thing they have an open area yeah. here with the small children they have it like double doored you actually sure. it's almost like you're walking into a hobby lobby you walk into one door and then you have to walk mm-hmm. into another door to get in we got space in the middle yeah um that which i thought was very safe like both doors are locked sure um the, the woman comes out into the middle sick little four-year air the area there they talk to you figure out who you are and then they come out to talk to you from there so it's really really safe and so obviously they wouldn't let the kids out for tween and for high school it is come and go so which is yeah i would say that's normal with yeah so they don't have the capacity to stop you if your child's in there and they want to leave they can't they can alert you they can send you something your phone hey campbell just left but they can't stop and for us that is a big deal because campbell he probably would wander a little bit he wouldn't be unsafe but at the same time you don't want to lose him on a ship so (laughs) yeah Special needs is something you need to, you know, be concerned about. Be cognizant if, uh, of. Sure. Be cognizant of as well. Um, I didn't see anything in there. Like with Disney, there's a lot of cool things in their kids' areas. A sure. lot of cool things, features and such they do. This one was just standard. I didn't even see anything that I was like, whatever. I didn't I mean, also see a lot of kids either. I'll be honest with you. I, and and, and honestly, like when we talk uh, about cruise lines, Princess mm-hmm. is not the one that comes to right. mind for a, not to say it can't be a family cruise line, right. but that's not a family cruise line we think right. of that demographic being different right with diff- well with and princess. one of the one of the, the one of the questions that i've gotten and uh, is mm-hmm. who is this cruise for because yeah. this cruise is not gonna be for everybody uh this cruise no, it's is not, not sure. for the adventure seekers this there, there's no rock walls here there's no big right. massive slides here there's right. no small roller coasters that see they don't have a central park like they mm-hmm. would in royal caribbean where there's like nightlife going all night long None of that. This is more of a right. laid back cruise establishment. They have your standards, your restaurants, your casinos, your bars and yeah. clubs. Some of the some of the clubs are open late. I mean, you know, to 12, 1 in the morning. They have stuff on the deck and, mm-hmm. and things yeah. like that. The pool area was nothing special. I mean, it was just a pool area. There was no big massive pool thing, you know, going on. There were a couple of hot tubs. And of course, we're you know, we're in the Pacific Northwest in September. I mean, it's not cool really. <laughs> there was one day when I saw some kids in the pool, and that's it. Um, there was always people in hot tubs, which I'm sure. sure would be great while you're in the hot tub, but you got to get up and go. Back then you got to get back out. <laughs> exactly. Um, once you're in certain parts, like when we were in Alaska, it is incredibly windy up there. I actually put oh, a yeah. video up where you can barely hear me. I actually took my glasses and I tucked them into my shirt as I was talking, and they flew off. And I'm like, oh, this is, you know, so I'd stop the recording, get the glasses. And it was just, I felt like Jim Cantore from the Weather Channel. <laughs> so the world, I'm going to take 18 to the ship. And uh, you can barely hear me. The wind was blowing. It's, it was crazy up there. They have a <laughs> golf, little putt-putt golf thing at the very, mm-hmm. very top of the ship. That was very sad. It was like, it was like three holes and it was, <laughs> it was nothing. To wrap up here, I guess the last thing I was thinking of is the live entertainment was yeah was really good. They have three shows that oh, go good. on there. They only do one, not one per night. Uh, or they only show each show uh, twice 
on one night and that's it. And then if you miss that show, you miss that show. So the first okay, one, I was going to say for dining times, yeah. I would think they would do two yes. shows. Um, the first one was okay. The other two they had were great. There was one called Fieri, I think was F- not F- Fiora, F- something like that. It was something fiery, firebrand. Okay. Very good. It was really, really good musical, original Fiero? music, something like that. And then the, the third one was a Motown kind of tribute, which was good and kind of had to mm-hmm. do that. But the people on, on there were incredible. They were fantastic. It was also fun to see some of the backup dancers on the ship doing other things too. Oh, okay. You know, we were, we got, we got called into Oregon, everybody. And I think this was unexpected for princess. They had to get, they basically had customs on the ship. And so oh. everybody, every single person on that ship had to go down to customs. Oh, and so it was kind of a cluster because I think princess was throwing together haphazardly. I don't know if they found out the night before or what, because it yeah. was, they were all so apologetic. I mean, we're so sorry this happened. We're so sorry that happened. We're so sorry this happened. And we saw some people, backup dancers working some of the lines, you know, trying to get us in. Last thing I will mention before we shut this down, because we're running out of time here, they have something on the ship called a marriage match, where in the audience, they will bring three couples. They have Mm -hmm. a newlywed, a middlywed, and an oldlywed. And the newlywed, they want like five years of married and under. And the middlywed, somewhere in the middle. And the oldlyweds, they want people who've been married a long time. Well, they did find a couple who'd been married five years. They found us. We're going on 20. And the couple that were the older couple, that day was their 60th wedding anniversary. Oh, my God. Which was so, so great. It's your typical newlywed game where they cover the ears of the wife. They ask the husband the questions. Then the wife has to match. And they do the same thing with the husbands. We matched five out of six, which was great. Not bad. Um, I won't. It can be somewhat of of an adult adult conversations are so always I'm not, gonna tell you this, I'm not gonna tell you the one we missed no um, like on disney cruise line that's always an after yes. hours like kids are yes. <laughs> yeah but it was fun because they show this particular program on the the inter inter cabin television oh yeah so you, can, yeah, you can pull it up so we got recognized all over the ship all over the ship people were talking to us and everything so um uh, for princess cruise line like i said this is more of an older set if not not mm. so older set more of a laid-back set if you're somebody that you're like you know what I want a relaxing cruise. I want to have the choice of activities, mm-hmm. especially with my excursions. But otherwise, I, I don't need a wave runner. I don't need a North Star flying mm-hmm. through the air or whatever. I don't need a I don't need a mouse conduct uh, water slide thingy. I just want to relax. And this yeah. is perfect for you. This is perfect. This is a great cruise, great laid back. Like mm-hmm. I said, the staff was amazing. You know, so definitely we can help you out with this completely and all the way around so and Jen, they any other price fairly well i mean oh, i'll yeah, say they do. yeah they do. yeah prices fairly well so and they, they they cover the world they are in yeah. northwest they have a caribbean mm-hmm. class the one the ship that we were on the majestic princess actually was leaving when they dropped us off of vancouver they went from vancouver to los angeles and then over to australia so it was a 28 so, day tour a cruise which can you imagine being on a cruise for 28 days i feel like that's a lot they refueled in that Hawaii, would be a lot think, for but, me that's but, a lot. And but there are people that me. do it. My parents would love to go on like a month long cruise. That would be like they would adore that. They would That's totally awesome. There's an article out there somewhere where a couple found out that it was cheaper to go on cruises every week versus paying hospice care. So they've been on cruises literally for like a year and a half now. They just go on long cruises. That's all they do. They spend they spend spending their 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 fortune on long cruises and that's they've been at sea like 300 of the days it's amazing you that's know. fantastic so, i mean you know what though yeah. it, it, my dad has like started doing the math before he's like so yep i mean mm-hmm. just like because it has all the food i mean you're not sending spending gas you don't have bills so like you know could we you know <laughs> yeah he calculates it so i keep saying finally as Finally, there's a couple of things that uh, I'll throw out here real quick. The spa. Yeah. Of course, every ship has a spa. They had something called the Lotus Spa. And mm-hmm. they have something that, and again, you can tell me if other ships had this, because I know you know mm-hmm. all about the spas, because you know, you're know you gin. I mean... You can't spell bougie without the word gin. 
Oh, you can, but <laughs> I mean, it, anyway. yeah, that is so <laughs> they have something called a blowout where you can go and spend yeah. fifty dollars and they'll do your hair like all nice. We had a really nice dinner, uh, one of the nights, and Steph was like, I'm gonna go get a blowout. And I was like, do so. And she came back with beautiful hair and everything, yeah. and just it was really, really great. She also had the spa treatment already set up on the ship one of the days that I was doing a seminar yeah. thingy. Um, we did the spa thing, or she did the spa thing, and mm-hmm. and she wasn't feeling good for some of the trip. She had congestion, she had mm-hmm. like just real stopped up until a couple of times she was like she's a trooper you never really could tell looking at the picture she didn't feel good but i could tell that some days she didn't feel that yeah good. and so there was a there was an open house for the for the acupuncture uh there on the lotus spot oh! and for a consultation which really a consultation is you walk in and the guy goes yep you need acupuncture and that's your consultation right <laughs> so so he did some he kind of looked at her and everything and he's like you're congested and she's like yeah i am so he says, well, he's like, I can give you the discount. If you want to do acupuncture, we can do it right now. So she did acupuncture. I was going to do it as well. I decided not to just to save the money, but it worked. I mean, she was really? like, I feel so good right now. And for like the next 24 hours, like her face kind of like lightened her, her, like she had so much congestion at one point, her teeth hurt. And oh she, like, gosh. after it was over, she was like, my mouth doesn't hurt. Everything feels great. And just, it's. It worked. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but it worked. So I wow. think she may actually try to find acupuncturists here in town just every now and then to, to, to go. But so that was really, that was really That's a lot of fun. Interesting. That was a lot of fun. So I think we've covered everything. We got off the port. The ship docked at 5 a.m. They wanted oh, everybody off early, the yeah. ship by like 10 a.m. I mean, they, you could start then getting off the ship normal. at like seven. That's yeah. standard and stuff. Easy to get off the ship. It was easy. It was really, really simple. Um, their embarkation and disembarkation methods are very, very simple. We found a luggage storage place there at the port, which okay. we, we, we trusted. We stored our luggage. We caught one of those hop-on, hop-off things at oh, uh, Vancouver. Yeah. We toured Vancouver. We got to see some of the city. and We can nice. hop on. How There was 15 different stops, which was a lot of fun. So we did a lot of that, which which was really great. So overall, had a great time. Wonderful. Uh, had a great time on the ship. It wasn't Disney. Actually, when we walked off the Princess Cruise, Across the, the pier, there was the Disney Wonder sitting right there. And I'm like, do you think we can just get on the phone real quick and just book a cabin and just go straight up, straight down just, this just, ramp, just straight, straight down, up that ramp? Yeah. Uh, we think they'll transfer our luggage. And she's like, if we didn't have a kid, maybe we have a kid. And I was like, yeah, kids ruin everything. So anyway, good time on the ship. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go to my first Royal Caribbean next spring, which I'm really excited about. Yes. So that'll be fun. Uh, I would do princess again in a heartbeat. Um, Steph and I talked about it. If it comes yeah. up again, we will try to do it. It might be harder doing it across the country because that is a day of travel. And yeah, but they do travel. have other ports of course, where you yes. wouldn't have to go across so, the country. So. Well, and it, so getting getting done we got back we got to the train station we were going to take the train this time i've never taken a train other than Mm -hmm. just you know small like 10 minute jaunts here and there yeah so it's a a four-hour trip from vancouver to seattle to our hotel Mm -hmm. i'm like okay well we'll take the train let's let's do that let's it'll be awesome like romantic style like this is awesome taking the train you know (laughs) it's really cool we get on the train it's really great we get our seats and they have a they have a cafe on the train i actually had my first hot dog on a train it was great you know and all that stuff well some to find out that there are things that uh install a train pretty fast including stuff on the track ahead of you which stalled us for an hour and then mm-hmm. something else on the track ahead, which just stalled us for another 30 minutes. So even though we were supposed to get to the train station in Seattle at like 10, 15, we got there at like 1230, caught the Uber, 
got the Uber. Yeah, Uber, good job. We couldn't find the hotel because it was a Wingate hotel, and now it's a Marriott, but they haven't changed everything over. And the sign that's the the, the, the big glowy sign in the front, they just have like a fabric over it that says Marriott. Well, at night, it says Wingate, so we couldn't find it. We finally found it. There's like sheetrock everywhere. There's construction everywhere. Apparently, what the lady told us was that when they contracted the local place to come do it, that place went out of business. So everything was half done. And so there are now people working on it now, but they're way behind schedule getting it fixed. And Steph is like, I, I didn't, I'm so sorry. It, I'm like, it, it's fine. You didn't know yet. No I idea. mean, how would you know? Our plan you, was to get up early on, <clears throat> on that morning, the next morning and maybe go, you know, go to the, go to Pikeplex market for a couple of hours and yeah. get, catch an Uber over there. But we were so exhausted. I'm like, let's just sleep until like nine o'clock, yeah. get out the door at 1030, get to the airport and mm-hmm. we're fine. And that's what we did. So it was great. So overall, I had a great time, had a fantastic so trip. Uh, Jen, working for upon a star travel allowed me the chance to do this. So I thank you for that. Even though you weren't the ones that made it happen, you kind of put that opportunity in front of me, which was awesome. So maybe you should send anything like this to Stephanie, not me, because she'd be <laughs> the one to go, hey, maybe we should go to Greenland for a couple of days. <laughs> Some Greenland. I don't know anyone's going to greenland <laughs> you know what maybe that's why i, I mean they might go. be i'm dave i'm your greenland expert for upon a star trip. <laughs> so, sure why not uh all right so jen you are going to be traveling next week of course to the world you got turks yeah. and caicos coming up so go ahead and I give do. us your information where do we find you online online you find me out upon a star jen or my personal instagram at jen underscore novotny Perfect. Find me on The Magic on a Dollar. Find me at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar on Facebook. The Magic on a Dollar on Instagram. Uh, and you can go find a lot of these pictures and stuff. And I'm still mm-hmm. posting about the cruise. I'm kind of spreading it out because I didn't want to yeah. be like, everything about the cruise in three days and then nothing. So I'm actually <laughs> going to put a post up later if you want to know about my yeah. my Oregon trip, my Astoria trip. A lot mm-hmm. of those, put those pictures up this evening on one of my pages. So make sure you find out and find all those. Find us, of course, at the MSE Podcast and all the places, Twitter and Facebook and all that good stuff. Yeah. And find us at Upon Us Our Travel on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. Those are the three yeah. big ones. From there, we have little socials all over the place. But definitely oh, yeah. find us there. And we have a YouTube show, Traveling with the Stars. Woo! You can yes. go so far. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> Jen, tell us about when When do we find that? Where do we find that? What is that? What is that? That is um, our Upon a Star Travel YouTube show um, around between 20, 30 minutes every week. And we talk all sorts of things. We obviously talk a lot of Disney travel. And we have a lot of Disney um, topics coming up. We Right now, we've, we've done some big overview episodes on, you know, Disneyland as a whole, Disney Cruise Line as a whole. Uh, Royal Caribbean as a whole you know we've done a lot of things but we're gonna like drill down and do very specifics it's also fun because you get to meet a lot of our agents so yes David Dollar is on frequently uh, Kyla 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 is on frequently mm-hmm. Was it producer Heather she's involved uh, a lot of the other people that you have seen on this show show up plus other ones that you might not have met yet um you, you hear us talk about clint smith clint smith was on our yep. universal yep. episode his name is not clint by the way it's cliff um <laughs> there's a whole backstory behind that of course but of course. um you know all that to say it is a fun time where we just talk travel talk about the things we love and you kind of get to see a little bit of our goofy side and our love serious it. side and all the things so good times and, and add speak- upon a star travel on youtube Speaking of serious side, last week, of course, we had an episode called um, The One where of, with the Love of Magic, and we yes. talked about how much we love Disney and why mm-hmm. the magic is so important to us. 
I had a couple of people tell me they got teared up during the episode. That they really kind of got yeah. to them. They kind of pulled on the fields a little bit. So you can actually see that on YouTube as well on Main Street Electrical Podcast on YouTube. You want to see us cry? Literally. Exactly. You want to see me talking with a tear streaming down my cheek, <laughs> like I'm like I'm that Native American in the the commercial with the litter and stuff. As it, oh, like in the seventies, whatever. Yeah, yeah. seventies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's that me with a tear. Like the one tear. Exactly. Oh gosh, what an iconic uh, I mean, commercial. Well, you know, it's just I'm not as serious as that was, obviously. I mean, but, yeah, like, obviously, yeah. this is not about, like, a very serious issue. <laughs> but, no, it is a great episode as well, and I was proud to be a part of that. That's the one we probably will send on for uh, podcasting Emmy considerations. We'll send that episode on in. So, oh, anyway, yeah, so enjoy your enjoy your weekend, Jen. Of course, we're recording before the weekend even starts, and yeah. I hope you guys all come back to us next week on the Main Tree Electrical Podcast. I'm Dave. That's Jen. Don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.